0: I am taking you on a journey where you will know your worth, honor your desires, and attract your dreams unapologetically. This is your dream self, and you're listening to the Dream Self Podcast with Valerie Joanne. I'm a holistic coach, a healer, and a badass babe who's ready to take you to your next level. I help women of color let go of the shackles of their past, heal generational trauma, and create their own rules for their own life an audacious bold free confident you is waiting and if you're ready to go deep and if you're ready to go all in oh honey we're just getting started there is virtue in work and there is virtue in rest use both and overlook neither alan cohen Hi, welcome and welcome back to the Dream Self Podcast with your host, Valerie Joanne. And today we are going to be deep diving into why it is important to take breaks on our self-healing journey. I have noticed a huge pattern on TikTok right now of people saying that they stopped reading self-help books or stopped listening to self-help podcasts. And I thought that I would put my two cents in and kind of like observe what is happening. I did feel like The shift has definitely happened with Taurus being in so many placements, reminding us to just come back into our bodies and come back to the present moment, rather than focusing so much on our upper chakras of education, of growth, of spiritual expansion, and really just grounding down in who we are, who we came here to be, and how we need to be more in the present moment. And I think that is so apparent astronomically. (laughs) Um, and you definitely see the pattern happening and I think it's important to take breaks I genuinely do and i'm going to give kind of like the reasons why I think it's happening More and why it is necessary to even take breaks And also ways to go about your self-help journey So it is not from a place of I am not enough I need to work on myself because i'm not good enough and rather from a place of I love myself so much I am allowing myself to constantly evolve And constantly expand while allowing myself space and time to integrate, to be in who I am, to be in my body and explore who that is while also evolving and moving forward. Because I do think that the biggest reason this has been such a dilemma is because I think a lot of times the messaging or even The way we're interpreting it is that we need to be on the self-help journey in order to be better people or because we're bad people, we need to, like, make ourselves better when that is far from the truth, far from the case, and shouldn't be the reason why you want yourself help journey and evolution. But we'll get more into that into the body. I did want to mention a couple things that I forgot to mention in the podcast as like another reason that you may feel like your self-help journey is a project is because of the people that you may be following on Instagram or the people who you are listening to or reading. Um, it could be in their messaging and that is not, again, like that's just not the point of it. And I also want to say like some of the responsibility, yes is with you, of course, but also some of the responsibility is going to go to the people making these type of contents. And I hope I'm not one of those people I probably have definitely come across with that messaging probably in the past. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm above it all, but we learn and evolve, and I think that is the important part of self-growth. Like, that is the main part. (laughs) And then there is another law, the law of the universe, where sometimes shitty things just happen. I forgot what exactly law that is. But there is a universal law where we came here with certain things that we wanted to overcome and evolve with. So even with your self-help journey, even with all this growth and expansion, there's going to be things that happen in your life that have nothing to do about you, mean nothing about you, and aren't your fault. And it was just part of your soul's experience and what your soul came here to learn and That is just the way of the universe. That is what we came here to experience. And at some level, we chose to come here to experience those things. And it's not to say you chose this evolution or this bad thing happen to you but rather we chose the lessons and we didn't choose the expression it is not our fault and it doesn't mean anything about us sometimes shitty things just happen and that's just the way it is and then I also wanted to say like self-development shouldn't be a thing to fill a void or a lack within yourself it's I think like if you're going from one thing and you're like okay well now I feel void or I feel lack because I had this addiction or this problem and now I feel empty without it, so let me fill it up with self-development. And I don't think that is a solution either, because then you kind of, like, use the same tactics of, like, being addicted to it, of self-development, without actually integrating it or actually taking in the messaging. And while I do think it is a nicer form of whatever we're trying to fill the void with, it it shouldn't, the thing that should fill that lack is you. And you need to find the fillness and the fulfillment within yourself before you find it within anything else. And I think self-development can help you with that journey, but there is a fine line between allowing the self-development journey to become your like filling of the lack and to use it to help yourself become aware of how to become more to how to fill up the lack within yourself and become fulfilled and whole within yourself. So that is just what I wanted to say. We'll dive more into it and let's see. What has been happening? It's been a month since the last podcast episode, so it's been a minute. Um, we are in the middle of potty training. Cyrus so did end up getting hand foot mouth, which I'm so sad about. Um, I was hoping since we weren't in daycare, we would avoid it. And I feel so guilty because he got it from one of my friends, but it's okay. Um, We move on. Life happens. <laughs> and what else? I've been going deep into money mindset. I've been going deep into like reading all about money and like finances and also like periods and cycle syncing. And I'm having the time of my life. I just finished reading the book Code Red and by Lisa Lister and it is literally the best book I've ever read. It is my favorite book so far. It goes deep into like women's health, women's history, period history, and just like really taking back the power that the feminine collective has lost and even like telling you how to like cycle sync your life and it has literally transformed my way of thinking about my cycle, about my period, my pre-period, like everything. I have never felt this good in my pre-period and period phase, which is the luteal and menstrual phase. Menstruation. Yeah. And it just feels so good. Like, I absolutely love it. And I am enjoying the time of my life. And yeah, so let's get into the sponsor of this week is the Emotional Release Bundle. Woo, woo, woo. Um, I do mention this bundle a lot because I think that within our self-development journey, learning to become one with our emotions and to allow our emotions to flow and release through us is so, so, so important. It is the number one thing that I've noticed with my clients to in their journey of how important it is to actually allow ourselves and give ourselves permission to express our emotions, to feel our emotions, and to allow them to flow through us. And this emotional release bundle includes a 100-page emotional release guide, which includes, like, 15 different ways of releasing your emotions. I go into chakras, I go into, like, so many different things in the forward, and it is evolutionary. There's video demonstrations, EFT tapping scripts, and just a lot in there. It is jam-packed. And then it also includes three Reiki meditations. The meditations are forgiveness meditation. You also have the ego integration meditation and a cord cutting meditation all infused with Reiki all super powerful and this is also like a shadow integration it is just so beautiful oh it's a shadow integration not ego integration my bad and then if you do want to experience one of my meditations for free I do have an inner child meditation I'll put the link to that in the show notes so that way you guys can download it I'm also planning to upload it on the 27th series just so you guys can also have it easier access on the podcast and having it downloaded um but if you also want Want it to download it so you have it forever. Um, you can also sign up for the emails, and I'll give you the meditation. And then there's also a how to use a astro- astro- how to use astrology for self development. I go through my chart. There's also a bunch of pages de- dedicated to it within the emotional release guide as well. And then you also get an intention setting guide for both intention setting on releasing your emotions and within using the guide in the bundle itself. And then you also get a release limiting beliefs guide, which is so, so, so important in this healing journey and in allowing yourself to fully expand, accept, integrate, and to keep our manifestations and to believe in ourselves and for that growth. So it is literally the most jam-packed evolution Bundle, you will feel emotional free when you actually implement and use this bundle. If you want to use this one-on-one or you want to have a like chat with me, let me know and we can talk about it in my DMs. Um, I'd be more than happy to do that. And I'm also thinking about maybe doing like one-on-ones on like how to get the most out of your emotional release bundle. So we'll see. Maybe that's an offer coming soon. But for now, the emotional release bundle it's only thirty-three dollars and thirty-three cents, so it is literally a steal because you get so much information. Information. Literally all my clients have been obsessed with this bundle. It is also so nice to have at the end of our coaching journey. And yeah, you are going to enjoy it and you're going to really be able to experience what emotional freedom, emotional healing, accepting and releasing emotions can literally change your entire life. So with that being said, let's just get straight into the episode. So recently I've noticed that a lot of people are saying that they have stopped reading self-help books. They stopped listening to self-help podcasts. They kind of stopped just doing that self-development type of or consuming that self-development type of content because it made them feel like a project rather than feeling better, I guess. And I have noticed that this pattern has been, I feel like, even more highlighted, especially when Taurus went into Mercury and with Aquarius, wait, not Aquarius, and with Pluto moving into Aquarius for a short period of time and out of Capricorn. And I feel like because of like the stars and stuff, and I want to first say, I hope this podcast never makes you feel like a project because, one second, I need to close my window. Okay, so I hope that this podcast never feels like, makes you feel like a project because the point of self-development isn't to make you feel like a project. It's not to make you feel like you need to constantly be doing, 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 because that is the masculine way. That is like not even divine masculinity. That's like the toxic masculinity and it isn't helpful because we aren't projects and I may call you out. I may say like maybe you do need to be doing more because maybe you do, but it's not to say that you need to constantly work on yourself because you're not enough and that already stems from the reason why you're doing self-development or self-help is coming from a belief of lack in self. And that's not to say that like, oh, these people don't have a right to take breaks or whatever. Um, It's more to say that... What is the reason that you're on the self-development journey? Like, what is your intention? What is your purpose? And once you align with that and realize that, see where that's coming from, like maybe see what actually subconscious beliefs are hidden behind that, then it can go about how you are going towards your self-development, how you're going towards your self-help journey. And that can really illuminate a lot of blocks that you may be even having because if you're on the self-development journey with the belief that I'm not enough, do you see like, do you see like the problem there? If you have this belief that I'm not enough, so I need to constantly work on myself so that I can become better and better and better, the intention and the results that you are going to get is still going to come from a lack belief. It's going to become from a lack identity. And until you shift that identity and until you shift that belief, you're not going to see the change that you desire. And within saying that, I believe that taking breaks from self-development and self-help is so powerful. (laughs) Um, So I think that one part of this coming up of people taking breaks or people not aligning with the self-development, self-help journey anymore does come from where does the belief stem from? And then it also comes from taking breaks and be helpful. I also think that Western society focuses a lot on the upper chakras, your head, your mindset, your subconscious beliefs, which is so, so, so important. I cannot express how important that is, but it is not more important than your lower chakras connecting to your body, seeing your body as a temple because your body is what grounds you into this earthly plane. Without your body, you would just be a soul, right? Right. And you would just be limitless potential. And it's our body that grounds us that in a sense limits us because it allows us to have this earthly school and to feel everything and our brains and our hearts. And when we aren't connecting with all of our chakras, we miss out on half of our power, on half of why we are here, on half of the school that we came here to learn, the teachings that we came here to embody. And I am one of those people who has been shifting more into connecting back with my body. And if you know my spiritual journey and my spiritual awakening journey, it all started from yoga. Yoga was like the basis, the foundation for my spiritual journey. And I love yoga. I have not been as connected to my body since I gave birth because it has been a lot harder to find time to work out because I obviously have not been prioritizing it. I have been prioritizing my upper chakras and... I think that came also, too, because when I was pregnant, I, I did, I was actually pretty holistic when I was pregnant. I was focusing a lot on my body, though, um, because I wanted to have a water birth. I wanted to have an out-of-hospital birth without medication. That was super important to me, and I focus a lot on my body and my mindset, because your mindset also has a lot to do with how your body responds, mind-and-body connection, but I've just felt so disconnected from my body recently. It's been over a year postpartum, and I just don't, feel as I wouldn't say confident because I do feel confident in my body. I love my body. I love the extra fat that I have on my stomach. I love the stretch marks that I have. And in saying that sometimes yes they make me feel uncomfortable. And it's not a hundred percent journey. It's more overall I love it. Like It just makes me feel powerful when I think of the power and the beauty that my body created. Like, it created life. It birthed life into this world. And then I was able to sustain that life through my breasts from my body for six months solely. And I'm still breastfeeding to this day. And it's been almost 16 months. So it is such a beautiful gift that I have been given. And at the same time, sometimes, yeah, I feel uncomfortable about it. And I feel like part of it is less because of how it looks and more because of how I feel. Because I just don't feel strong anymore. I don't feel like I have that much energy. I don't feel powerful within my body. It just kind of seems like this lump of fat, <laughs> basically, um, because I don't have much muscle anymore. And if you know my background too, I have been playing sports since I was five years old non-stop. I have been always in soccer. I was in track. I would, I was in like multiple sports at the same time for basically my entire life. And once I stopped soccer and went to college, I stopped working out until I started yoga. And I only really took a break of moving my body for like, of not moving my body completely or consistently for about like three months. And then I got super into it again when I went to Japan and I was doing it every single day except for the weekends or Sunday. Sometimes I do it on Saturday and not Sunday, but but I was very, very consistent about it and it was awesome. So, um, moving my body and being active has been such an integral part of my life and not having that anymore has been a bit difficult and living a very sedentary lifestyle with my business and with also my anxieties and fears of taking Cyrus out alone has been holding me back from my true potential and even holding me back from aligning and opening all my chakras. And that's why I have decided to commit to my body journey, commit to connecting back to my body. And I'm excited to see what possibilities this brings me right after I record this podcast. I'm planning to do a Matt Pilates exercise for my core because my core is Not strong because of pregnancy and birth and everything. So that is my current priority re strengthening my core and just like re learning to re love myself in the sense of feeling strong, in the sense of taking care of myself. Because while I do think self-love is about just genuinely loving yourself, I think that self-love goes beyond that and what actions are you taking to show yourself that love, right? Like if I say like, oh yeah, I love myself, but I'm like not, I'm not going to bed until 3am every night and I'm eating hot Cheetos every single day for every meal and I don't drink any water and I don't shower or I'm not giving my body the right nutrients or cycle syncing or following my body's instincts or not moving at all, is that really love? Like, if I were to treat someone else the way that I'm treating my body, would that person feel loved? Or if someone were to treat me how I'm treating my body, would I feel loved? And those are the questions that you want to ask yourself. Like, what would I need to do to love my body to feel loved? Because I think that in part of self-love and self-care comes from actually taking care of our bodies and taking care of our mind and our physical spaces and in what we do and I think again like western society and culture just focuses so much on upper chakras on knowledge on wisdom and I'm one of those people like I'm not sitting here saying like oh yeah they're they're horrible like up, I'm above that I'm sitting here saying calling them out calling myself out um I do think it's also normal to go through waves of like upper and lower but I do think that there's a balance of having both and I have definitely embodied that balance of embodying both lower and upper chakras of knowledge and wisdom and body consciousness and taking care of it and that's something that I'm relearning and readjusting and it's obviously a little bit harder with like a one-year-old toddler running around so that's like my priority and my focus But it's also like I want to show Cyrus too, which is my one-year-old, that he can do both too, right? Like I don't want him to think that it's just about upper chakras or just about lower chakras. I want him to have a holistic lifestyle and part of him having a holistic lifestyle is by him watching me have a holistic lifestyle because when you're a parent, it's not about what you tell them to do. It's about what you show them to do, what you're actually living as. Because even if you're faking it in front of them, they can tell. Energy does not lie. And little kids are like energy, like sponges. Like they can tell everything so it's super important to not just even preach it but to embody it and to live it and I that's like kind of like where I'm going at and I also want to say like I feel like I had such a a long tangent but the whole point of this is like taking breaks and taking breaks on your self-development journey on your self-help journey especially when it comes to like the upper chakras is good even I would just like to like reiterate that like maybe it's not about taking a break forever right? Maybe it's not. I'm going to stop this for the rest of my life and I'm never going to go back to it because I feel like that's an extreme. And I also feel like it's an extreme to be like, oh, I'm constantly going to work on myself 100% of the time, every single day, 24-7. Like, that is so toxic masculinity and we're not about that. Um, no. <laughs> and, I even have taken long breaks once I, I need one. So I have even taken long breaks from this world. As you can see in my podcast history, sometimes I don't record podcasts for months and it's not even just about like not even finding time. Sometimes it's just like, I don't feel aligned to be talking about what I'm talking about because I don't want to come on here and be teaching you guys things that I don't embody. There are going to be times where I'm inviting you in on things that I'm currently doing to help myself. Like I just jumped, demonstrated with me trying to learn relearn connecting back with my body but overall I don't want to sit here and say like do this do this do this do this do this if I haven't done it because that's just not in alignment with me and that's just not how I want to show up for you right and there will also be times where maybe I'm like oh yeah I've heard that this is good because everybody's different too right and I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh yeah I've done this and this was perfect I'm gonna sit here and like I've also heard this has worked for people. If what I'm doing doesn't work for you, maybe try this, maybe learn more about it from this person because they embody that, but I don't. And that is what I am in alignment with. And that is what I want to preach and talk to you guys about. So my perspective about taking breaks from this world <laughs> is I see it as an integration period. So if you are going ham on your self-development and you're listening to podcasts, you're reading the books, you're doing the work, you're journaling, you're meditating, you're going in, you're going ham and you're doing that for a long period of time and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. It's because your mind and your body needs time to integrate. Like it's just like so much overload of information that your body is just like, wait, let's take a second, let's digest that, let's learn how to embody that, let's learn how to actually live. As if and truly align with what we are learning and see if it even aligns with us to begin with. And I think that is super important. I think integration periods are more important than like the learning periods because you can be reading whatever the fuck you want, but it's not going to matter if you're not integrating it into your lifestyle. So it's important to take breaks. It's important to sit back and be like, okay, let me take a break from self development. Let me take a break from really like learning right? And see if I can live this, right? Let me like, okay, I've done the work on feeling worthy. I've done the journaling. I've done the meditating. I've done the visualizations. I've done the affirmations. I'm going to just live it. I'm going to like take a break and I'm going to live it. I'm going to like show up every day, see what I can do and like maybe stop these rituals for a bit and see if this is just an embodied practice by now. And I think that's so important. I think it is so, so, so important to sit back and be like, wait, am I actually integrating this information? Is this actually effortlessly applicable in my life? Or am I still operating and I'm still coming from this place of fighting my subconscious mind on which programming I truly believe? And then during this integration period, you may realize, yeah, I'm fucking embodying this. Like, this is so easy. Like, I do genuinely feel like I'm worthy and I'm living as if and my whole, like, physical reality is changing in front of me. And by the way, it takes 60 to 90 days for your physical reality to catch up to your mental shift, so keep that in mind. Um, but... Or it could come from, hey, this is still not working, like I'm still not seeing things, I'm still going back to old patterns, maybe that there's this different subconscious belief that's holding me back, like let me look at my life right now and examine where in my life I could improve or where in my life um, this belief is coming from after your integration period or after some time, and that is super powerful because... Your life is going to be the magnifying glass to your mind. So whatever you have in your physical reality is a direct representation of what you believe about yourself. So if you constantly have people showing up telling you that you're, you're a horrible person, you're mean, you're disgusting, you're ugly, you're fat, like whatever, It's because you believe that about yourself, right? The law of mirrors is when whatever you like about someone else is what you embody. Whatever you don't like about someone else is what you embody. When people, when you're constantly attracting people, like treating you like shit, is because you think that you are shit. Like that is just how it is. And that is a law of the universe. And it is a powerful law once you really realize that because you can notice, hey, I have a pattern. Like for me, I had a pattern of manifesting these toxic narcissistic relationships and it came from a belief that i thought that like love is hard work love is pain <laughs> love is painful love is hurtful love is loving someone through the constant extremes and constantly choosing each other no matter what and I had to shift those beliefs about love and I had to show myself love that didn't look like that and I also had to accept love and emotionally regulate my nervous system when I was receiving love that didn't align with that because so okay so (laughs) with your what is it called oh with self-sabotage self-sabotage comes because consciously you know you're worthy of love subconsciously you think all love is pain and you're not worthy of love and so your subconscious mind since it's 95% of your brain it is going to be like nope override 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 self-sabotage self-sabotage we're not worthy of love we're not worthy of love I'm gonna like do this and do that so that way I don't have to do have to accept this love because I can't integrate this information right so if you're not integrating it and if you're not emotionally regulating yourself and your nervous system you're gonna self-sabotage what you're manifesting. You're going to self-sabotage the growth that you allowed yourself to get because you're not integrating it and you're not regulating your nervous system as these new things come. So your nervous system and your emotional body sees anything as new as a threat. And new could even be love from a peaceful, beautiful perspective or a threat could be receiving buttloads of money, right? It's things that you want but your subconscious mind is going to see it as a threat because it's new and it's never had it before. And so you're just going to self-sabotage it because your subconscious mind thinks that it's protecting you. So that's why emotional regulation is important. That is why you created the emotional release bundle, because it's about time that we allow ourselves to not only manifest what we want, but to keep it, to like, savor it, to live it, to embody it, to integrate it, because that is important. And your self-development journey should not be about fixing something. It should be about having the awareness and the insight to grow with life, learn the lessons that we need to, and release what no longer serves us. It's a constant everyday process. But it doesn't need to feel like everyday type of work, right? We need to live, we need to integrate it and to allow things to come up when they come up. Don't force things to come up. Don't like sit there and be like, "Ah, ah, I need to release all of my limiting beliefs right now and I need to take everything in and just throw it away and to work on myself constantly so that way I can have the life that I want. Yeah, because that's not going to work because that's operating from the belief system. that you constantly need to work 24-7 in order to see growth and success. That's limiting belief. Okay. So what we want to do is live our life, integrate our lessons, and when something pops up, and or if we notice a pattern, or if we're not satisfied with life, and we want to take a reflection time on it, and maybe see where these beliefs are coming from, then do that. But live life and see what happens. Because if you never live life and you're just constantly working about it and not truly living it, you're actually not going to have the results you want because you're still operating from these. limiting beliefs that are holding you back and like i want to give like another perspective too like i also take breaks so much from reading self-development books. um, I love to read kids books that I enjoyed when I was younger and I'll write some of my favorites down below. I'm like really into like um, fantasy <laughs> and like like mysteries and stuff like that. So I'll put some of my recs down below if you're interested in some of the kids books because it also helps to heal my inner child. But more on that, it allows me to enjoy reading again because if I'm constantly reading for knowledge or for for personal growth or personal development. I don't enjoy it as much because if I keep doing that, it's just going to feel like work or it's just going to feel like effort. And sometimes I don't want effort. Like even with my podcasts, like I have podcasts that are self-development. I have podcasts that are for business. I have things that I'm listening to that are for different aspects of my life. And then I have podcasts that are just like fun to listen to that are just like funny and make me laugh. And that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Like (laughs) I just want to get out of that mindset and I just want to chill and I don't want to have to think about things. I just want to be able to like enjoy and entertain. And I go in with that mindset. So that way, it's not coming from a place of avoiding, but rather from a place of integrating and enjoying my life rather than avoiding the work. So there is like a fine line between that. But when I take those breaks of like reading or take those breaks from the podcast, like it makes me want to go back into self-development even more because I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's like I learned these things, I integrated it, I saw the results and it just makes me hungry to do more. And so it's like a wave, like it's like a cycle, seasons, like everything is cyclical okay? Especially women. Like, women are very cyclical, especially with our periods. We follow the moon signs. Like, right now, I'm in my pre-ovulation stage, and I feel so energetic right now. I'm just, like, I can't believe men wake up like this every single day. Like, this is crazy that, like, men are always tapped into this type of level of energy. (laughs) I'm in, like, pre-menstruation. I mean, pre-ovulation, which is the follicular stage, and I'm just, like, wow. Men are constantly tapped into this energy. No wonder they want to, like, go, go, go all the time, because I cannot relate. But women, we're into seasons. We have menstrual cycles. We have cycles of our hormones. Like, our hormones are literally a wave like why would we think that we're constantly going to be showing up with the same energy same mindset same thing every single time it doesn't make sense you can even like put your self-development journey with your menstrual cycles so like right now when you're in yang season it's about embodiment it's about like doing it. it's about go 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 it's about living it and then your pre-menstruation and your menstruation phase is about reflection it's about refinement it's about releasing it's about letting go and then we do it all over again over and over it's just so much fun. So yeah, that's why I'm like nonstop talking to you because I have the energy. But yeah, it's just like, I think that it's important to take breaks. And I wanted to give my last point about this is, so I saw this post by Simon Grace Soul. I also have her Instagram link or at in the show notes because I never end up posting the link, but I always post the app, Um, about where is this disconnection coming from, right? If this disconnection is from community or you're feeling disconnected from spirit, self-development is probably not the answer, right? If you're feeling disconnected from your body, self-development is not the answer. The answer would be connecting to community, connecting to spirit, connecting to your body. It's not just self development work. It's taking the self-awareness to see where in my life am I feeling disconnected and where can I connect more of that to receive what I want or to obtain the life that I want or to be the version of myself that I want to be. And that is more important than constantly trying to work on yourself, constantly trying to spoon feed yourself information about oh, I need to be better and better and better and better. It is taking the time, taking the awareness to sit back and reflect and think and ponder and wonder and sit there and be like, oh, this is where I'm going. This is what I want to shift. This is what no longer serves me. This is an old belief. This is a limiting belief. I'm done with this. This is where I'm disconnected from. So here's what I'm going to do about it. And it's about trial and error. It's about integration and self-reflection and embodiment and all of that jazz. And it's taking the time to to sit there and be with yourself and to sit there and to learn from yourself because your greatest teacher isn't going to be podcasts. It is not going to be books. It is not going to be me. It is going to be you, okay? You are your greatest teacher. You already hold all the wisdom that you need to be exactly where you want to be and to be exactly who you want to be. It is time to sit back and ask yourself, ask yourself, what am I missing? Where do I need more connection from? And if you're struggling to find the answer, maybe the thing that you really need more connection from is you. Affirmation of the week I follow my body's natural cues for rest, for work, and for pleasure. I allow my intuition to be my guide and to integrate all of my life's teachings to me. I am my greatest source of wisdom and information. Thank you so much for listening to the Dream Self podcast with Valerie Joanne. It truly means the entire world to me when you take the time to listen to one of my podcast episodes. If you have the time, I would also love if you took time to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Give it as big five stars as it allows me to reach even more people and help them achieve their dream self. If you want more content or to follow me behind the scenes, you can follow my Instagram at Valerie Joanne and my TikTok at Valerie Joanne, two R's in Valerie and two N's in Joanne. And check out any of my services and my current products listed at my website at valorjoann.com. Remember you are truly worthy, truly loved, and I appreciate you so, so much. Love you. Bye.